Today is December 9th, 2016. I'm your podcast host, client manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. The topic of today's podcast is why most importers don't rely on factory QC staff for inspection. And joining me to talk about that is fellow client manager, George Huang. So welcome back, George. How are you? It's good to be back. I'm good. How are you, John? I'm doing excellent. So this is a pretty hefty blog article that we're sort of covering here in the podcast. I guess we should start off by just explaining to someone who's new to the importing game or manufacturing industry just how important inspection is. And really, it's probably the best way, or at least one of the best ways to verify an order of goods before they ship. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Product inspection is very vital to a lot of importers' supply chain because you're able to have a good idea of what you're getting your hands on before the shipment leaves the factory. Obviously, there's going to be traveling between the port and to when you receive it, and some things might happen there. But it's very important to get a good look of the status of your goods when the goods are still in the factory. Yeah, I would agree. You know, there's a number of ways that we've talked about importers can go about carrying out product inspection. One of which is by hiring a full-time inspector who's ideally based locally in China or Vietnam, wherever, who can travel to the factory whenever inspections needed. Other times, importers might send someone from their home office or from their company over abroad to visit the factory and check the goods. A third way that's popular is hiring a third-party inspection company with a network of auditors to go visit. And the last one we'll focus on mostly here in this podcast episode is relying on the factory's own staff to do it. So when we talk about having the factory's own QC staff check the goods, we're really talking about QC staff in the factory, right? We're talking about people working under someone who's not the production manager, under a different supervisor, but more or less they're checking the goods made by the factory. Those factory workers are their coworkers, right? Yes. For any factory, it should be implemented that there's a QC department within the company. And the workers of that department should not report to production manager because there's a conflict of interest. So under the perfect situation, the QC team inside the factory are checking all the goods that are being produced and they're keeping track of when there's a lot of production issues and they should have the power to tell the production team to stop when they see a lot of issues popping up within the production. Right, so... It's an important distinction. I mean, these staff at the factory, these workers don't report, as you said, directly to the factory's uh, production manager to prevent sort of that conflict of interest from cropping up and compromising an order. And they do ideally have the power to tell production to stop and address any major issues that they see coming up on the line. And also, in many cases, they wear different uniforms or armbands or something to tell them apart from the regular production line workers. Typically, an ideal situation, the factory does take reasonable measures to have some quality management systems in place to catch issues. But as many importers find out, and we'll talk a little bit about here, the results can vary with that. So let's get into some of the reasons why some importers might choose to rely on the factory's QC staff to inspect their products for them rather than sending someone else to perform that task. So one of the reasons that you talk about in the article is some importers just have a higher tolerance for quality issues. Let's talk a little bit about that. Right. 
So if you're an importer and you're bringing in some promotional goods and you do not exactly have super high expectations of quality. So let's say, you know, you're promoting some kind of event and you're going to be giving out free pens or bookmarks or sunglasses or things of this sort. So when these super low cost items are being shipped to you, for a lot of importers, it doesn't make sense to impose a $200 or $300 inspection cost onto that very low cost already, especially if these items are just being given away, right? Right. So basically, if the item is being given away, something like you mentioned, promotional goods is a good example, I think. The quality doesn't really need to be flawless. It doesn't need to be stellar quality because they're giving these items out for free a lot of times. Another case where an importer might count on the factory's QC staff is when there's a tight production deadline, right? If they're worried about delays, they might forego outside inspection. Is that right? Right. So imagine if you're launching a new product and, you know, you have a deadline to meet and you cannot push this back regardless of what happens. You know, sometimes if you're trying to bring in a third party or trying to get one of your own guys to go overseas to do this inspection, there's a very high possibility that the booking process and getting in contact and getting the date to work there's a high possibility that there might be a couple of working days delay. And it's just sometimes for a lot of importers, when you have that deadline to meet, it's just something that you cannot afford. Okay. Yeah, I think we can all understand that. If someone is, you know, under pressure and they need to ship something tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, it could be tough to schedule inspection externally or through their own company where they need a few days to arrange that. Another reason that you sort of touched on a little bit earlier with promotional goods is budget. So I guess if there are budgetary constraints, it's not easy for an importer to hire someone else to visit the factory and inspect. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, if your item is more complicated and you need to do a lot of checks, a lot of on-site tests to make sure that, you know, what you're getting is what you paid for, you know, sometimes these inspections can go into, you know, it can go into the thousands. And so sometimes you just don't have the budget so it's understandable why when a huge quote is provided, an importer may forego the outside inspection. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And it goes back to your example with lower margin products like promotional goods, where they're not really spending a lot on the PO to begin with. I think when importers factor in QC costs, a lot of times they'll take a percentage like 2 or 3% of the PO and set it aside for inspection. But for something low budget, something like sunglasses you mentioned or, or pens or something like that, where they're not making very much money for that order. It's, it's hard to justify a few hundred dollars even for a small scale inspection. The last reason that you mentioned that importers might rely on the factory for QC is a supplier's resistance to outside inspection. And I think this is an important point because it might be a bad sign if the supplier is sort of showing a little bit of resistance to that idea. Is that right? Yeah. At any time, you know, you're trying to bring in outside QC or outside inspection companies. Not a lot of factories will come in and straight out tell you, no, we won't accept this. But they'll give you a lot of reasons, a lot of excuses. They might even say, sure, we'll let them in. And then when the outside help that you've hired try to contact the factory, they get the cold shoulder. The company won't hear anything from the factory and it just keeps pushing and pushing back. And, you know, before you know it, you have to decide between accepting a delay or allowing your outside help to come in and finally do the inspection. And when something like this happens, it's usually a pretty bad sign. It's a red flag that the factory has something to hide. 
whether it be some quality issue that they don't want you to see or you know perhaps it's even possible that maybe their factory is not where they told you it was or is not actually being produced by them you know things of this sort yeah these are good points especially that resistance to inspection might not be outright refusal it could be more subtle like you said stalling or feet dragging not being reliable with communication and getting back to the importer or getting back to the third party about scheduling an inspection. A lot of times if the importer themselves goes or someone from their company goes to inspect, I think the factory will sort of stage it a little bit, maybe even influence which sample of goods they pull from mass production so that they're getting more or less products with no issues. So that's another way they might avoid it. And yeah, definitely if there's any sign of resistance, it is a red flag as you mentioned. You know, it sort of implies that the factory has something to hide in terms of the quality or the status of the order. Or as you said, maybe the order was outsourced entirely to another factory in a different location. And that's something that the importer probably would be uncomfortable to know about. So they might hide it for that reasons. Let's get into the risks of relying on factory QC staff. Now that we've sort of talked about common reasons why importers would feel compelled to trust their product quality with the factory alone. Let's talk about reasons why they might not want to do that, starting with self-assessment bias. Right. So as we mentioned earlier, in a perfect world, the QC department within the factories, they should be unbiased. They should be checking to see if there are defects that they know are not acceptable based on a standard or based on a list of criteria that either the factory holds internally or something that the importer provides. However, in the context of the situation, the factory, their well-being and their financial success is dependent on how often they're getting POs out. And, you know, as part of the QC department, you're often finding defects or finding issues that you need to stop the production line or you need to tell the production team to go back and rework these products. You're holding up the amount of money that your factory, who at the end of the day is writing your checks or paying you, how much revenue they're generating. And so in this context, it's easy to understand and easy to see why the QC department, even if they're supposed to be independent and unbiased, just being within this context can push them to sometimes say, oh, that doesn't look too bad. Maybe I'll let this one off the hook. Or maybe I won't stop the production line and I'll just tell the production manager of this issue and let him deal with it. These things often happen. Definitely. And, you know, aside from that potential for bias, wherein, you know, these are the factory's own staff, at the end of the day, they're still employed by the factory and they're, in a sense, checking their own work. Yeah, will they stop the production line? Will they actually address the issues? Will they do some product rework for defects that they're able to remedy? These are all good questions. And as you said, if they dig into the factory's profits or if they affect the efficiency of the factory, how quickly can they process a PO? If they have a negative impact on sales and revenue for that factory, there's a good chance that they won't address the issues. So that's one risk. Another one that you talked about, and this is a big one too, for a lot of importers is little or no reporting to the importer. That is, we're talking about the factory's own staff may check the product, but there's typically little or no reporting back to the importer, the quality and status of that order. Is that right? Right. So oftentimes uh, when these internal QC departments are checking through the products, it's not likely that they're using a checklist that the importer provided them. Because usually importers only worry about that we need to know if what we're getting is good or not. 
It's not so in depth that they're creating these checklists of what's exactly acceptable and what's not acceptable. So usually what happens is these QC teams are using their internal documents to differentiate what's an acceptable product and what's not an acceptable product. But at the end of the day, after they've gone through it, all you are getting as the importer is, oh, we've checked it and we think it's okay. We didn't find any big issues. And to them, that might be okay. But to you as an importer, if you're not getting the exact details of what was checked, to what standard and to what criteria that was checked, to you, that might not actually mean anything. The fact that it passed the internal QC, because at the end of the day, when it gets to you, that's your problem to deal with and not really theirs. The importers are left in the dark in a sense by not having these details about the order before it's shipped. Is that right? Right. You don't see exactly what was checked. There's no photos for you to reference. And for you, you have to take their word for it. If they just tell you, oh, we passed it. There's no big issues found. You know, that's a huge issue for a lot of importers because, yeah, again, it requires a lot of trust on their end. And they don't want to be bit by poor quality products or products that don't meet specs when they receive them at a distribution center. You know, if they find problems at that stage, it could take a lot of time to rework them. It could obviously cost money to hire people to, to rework them. Oftentimes, they can't be reworked and they have to be thrown out. If you're manufacturing garments and they end up being the wrong size, there's not often a lot of, that you can do about that after the fact. And when we talk about these other inspection options that an importer can rely on, like going to the factory themselves or hiring a third party to go or hiring a full-time person to go, Typically, either they're seeing it face-to-face -face by visiting the factory and looking at the product, or they're getting some sort of tangible report with photos, with well-documented findings on a sample of the product or sometimes 100% of the order to really give them an idea of what issues are found, how serious or severe are they, you know, and what quantities are defects found, and some on-site testing often as well to check the products. So they're getting a lot more transparency when they choose a different option besides relying on the factory to inspect. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. But one thing to add is that a lot of the times, the third party or your outside source, you know, they'll ask you what's acceptable, what's not. And based on your answers, that's what they check on. And so when you get the report and you see that this many pieces did not pass this criteria, it gives you a clear look into the status of the PO and how representative it is. Yeah, it's a good point as well, because your criteria for the product and your standard for the product may differ from the suppliers or the factories. And without going in there or having someone you can trust go in there and check, you can't really be sure if the QC staff at the factory are applying the same standard or the same criteria for inspection when they check the goods. So I guess to wrap this up and summarize this for our listeners, I think the main points here are that, you know, not every importer is in the same situation. Some importers will find that relying on a third party for QC is the best choice for them, while others may think it's okay to have the factory do their own inspection. And there are other options, as we mentioned too, going to the factory yourself or sending someone who's a full-time employee to do so. Those are sometimes better options for importers too. But really, there shouldn't be constraints like budget and timeline to hold importers back from having a really proper check of the goods before shipping. You know, for a timeline thing, it's about planning around the shipping deadline so that they have adequate time to inspect. And if issues are found, adequate time to address those before shipping so that they don't have delays. 
When it's about budget, it's about really finding the right inspection method to fit their budget. It's about maybe choosing a sample size that will be relatively less expensive for importers that can't afford to check more of the product. But yeah, ultimately, it is wise to have the goods inspected by a professional, whether it's done internally or externally. Would you add anything to that summation there? Yeah. We mentioned earlier, there is a lot of compelling reasons why importers may want to trust the factory's internal QC, but we didn't necessarily say that it was the right or wrong decision because if you're trying to avoid delays and by trying to avoid a delay, you let the factory ship your PO out to try to meet your deadline. And when you get it, you open it up and you find, oh, half of it's missing something that's crucial to the function of this product. You're going to have to now not only delay the items, now you have to spend a lot of money, a lot of time to try and fix this. Like you said, there's a lot of importers are in a lot of different situations. And depending on that, it may be the right decision to ask for outside help or trust in the factory's QC. But I think overall, generally, if you're just trying to save some money or save some time, it's not a great reason to bypass outside QC. Well said. I agree. Absolutely. With that, I would like to thank my guest, George Huang, for joining me once again to talk about why most importers don't rely on factory QC staff for inspections. So thank you, George. Glad to be here. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's podcast episode. Remind you guys to check us out on our social media channels, namely LinkedIn, Facebook, for some daily tips, news, and advice there related to QC and manufacturing. You can also check out our SlideShare page for some presentations there and our YouTube channel for some interviews with industry experts and some on-site inspection videos there. And lastly, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line at our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.